Hi, this is Mike Madura and you're listening to the ZFM Sport Podcast. Z. And it's Messi! It is the cleanest of clean finishes from the best on the planet. It's time for the biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behavior. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. When you love what you do, it was a weekend that felt like a whole week as we are away from your favourite sports show. But we are back on a Tuesday, Top Hit Tuesday, carrying the top stories out of the world of a sport. And in studio to deliver that uh, edition of ZFM Sport is Barry Manandi, Chris Midzi, Alois Bunjila, myself, Mike Madoda. Our producer is Sean Tafirenika. We'll kick off on the home front where we are asking the question, is it still Shai Samfaro Kanagutiaku? Mufaro. We are talking about the turmoil at Caps United, Makepekepe, whose president, Farai Jere, has said the club is prepared for any legal implications following their decision to fire six senior players after their industrial action that nearly threatened the fulfillment of their home league game against Cranbourne Bullets on a Sunday. As usual, on a Tuesday, we have our Formula One report proudly brought to you by Zimoko, where Formula One drivers who have sampled the Miami Grand Prix venue in their team simulators have given given favorable feedback with Alpha Tauri's Pierre Gasly calling it pretty awesome. We'll also take you around the world in 60 with updates from India, Australia, as well as the United States. In the beautiful game we'll kick off in the Premier League, Manchester United forward Jesse Lingard is upset with the interim manager Ralph Rangnick uh, at being denied an Old Trafford farewell appearance against Brentford last night. In the Bundesliga, Thomas Muller has signed a new contract with Bayern Munich which will run until 2024, keeping his long-standing affiliation with the German Germans running. And in the UEFA Champions League, Jurgen Klopp insists Liverpool are taking nothing for granted ahead of tonight's decisive semi-final second leg at Villarreal. The Warriors, the Chevrons, the Cheetahs, the Mighty Warriors and the Sables. From the pool to the track to the field, we are Team Zimbabwe. From Rufaro to Barberfields, Mandava to Nyamunga, all the perfect moments in the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League come together on ZFM Sport. We are talking the top tier domestic football in Zimbabwe. But before we get there, a reminder that we love to keep it interactive right here on ZFM Sport. Why did you get in touch with us with your thoughts, your views of the stories that we are carrying? And of course, other stories out of the world of sport. The number is 0731-168045. That's our WhatsApp platform, 0731-168045. You can also follow and interact with us on Twitter at ZFM Sport. Now, Caps United President Farai Jere has said the club is prepared for any legal implications following their decision to fire six senior players over their industrial action that nearly threatened the fulfillment of their home league game against Cranbourne Bullets on Sunday. Jerry says they have confidence in the players remaining at the club after the Harara Giants took the extreme decision in order to bring sanity to their camp. The sack players have threatened to boycott the match against Cranbourne Bullets at the National Sports Stadium in protest over their unpaid dues. Now let's hear from UK-based journalist and Analyst Makomborero Mutimukulu, who says Caps United's problem is simply money. The the problem with Caps United is uh, is one. You know the green machine is not liquid. Um, the green machine, uh, for all that is touted to be, is one of the big boys in the league in Zimbabwean football. It does not have oil, and the oil that you need in football is money. That's the long and short of it. This is a broke club that is who should be running more on spirit and and and, uh, and guys who want to prove themselves. But when you look at their recruitment, then you look at the players that they brought. When you bring in Devon Chafayo, when you bring in Dawood, when you bring in Augusto Simbachinani, you know, you are bringing in characters. 
On the positive, you are bringing in boys who, when the going gets tough in the field of play, you get people who wave their flags and give direction. The negative side is those characters are just not characters in the football pitch. There are also characters outside. So when things start to go wrong, the small boys in the Caps United dressing room, they look up to guys like Devon Chaffa to speak up. And when these guys speak up and get fired, that's exactly not how things are supposed to be. And this issue did just not happen in the game to Cranbourne Bullets. There's a build-up to it. There's some foreplay to it. Um, look, these guys, they went to Mutare on the 27th of February. They got hit for six by Manika. And Lloyd came out and said, guys, we lost, but the reason that we lost are not football. So this is a team that is poor. And you say, guys, look, and you have some fans who say, these guys should play because of the passion. No, 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 no. These guys, they've got kids and wives at home. The missus will not go to the next shop and say, you know what, uh, my husband plays for my kepe kepe, so could I have a bottle of cooking oil and a bit of flour, and I will pay with the passion with which that with which he plays for Caps United with. No, 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 no. What do Caps United need? They need money. They need investors. They need sponsors. Without the money, the biggest challenge that Caps United will have is the money. Without money, they will not win anything. Because the good thing about winning, which is also bad, the more we win, the more the cost. Because they are winning bonuses to be paid. And for Caps United, the long and short of it, they need money. Uh, the long and short of it, Makepe Kepe need money. The green machine isn't liquid at the moment. The sentiments of UK-based journalist and analyst Makumborero Mutumukulo, who you can follow on a Twitter as well as a Facebook. Simply search for Makumborero Mutumukulo. Others call him gold. And you've got to say that uh, those sentiments there uh, coming out of uh, Mako Barry could not have been more poignant because it is a damning indictment. Uh, on Caps United, they are broke. They have been broke for a while. Yeah, it certainly it certainly is an indictment on on uh, Caps United, and I think that uh, perhaps uh, Marco uh, hit the nail on the head. Yes, they have a money problem, uh, but also I think there's an acceptance problem at uh, Caps United because you can you can you can have you can be broke or uh, wrong word you can be illiquid. Mm. Okay, uh, at a particular time, like Wawa was at the beginning of of the of of the league campaign. I understand they now have money, uh, but. But they accepted where they were and recruited accordingly. They recruited players who they felt could perform the tasks that they needed at that time. Caps United were in de- are in denial and so brought in experienced heads, experienced players who demand high salaries, who demand high winning bonuses and demand a fluidity in the flow of that money. And so consequently, when that money doesn't flow, you're definitely going to have problems, especially when you have a such a scenario like that. Well, let's just run through uh, the players that were dismissed uh, by Caps United, uh, by the Jiraled administration and uh, Barry really hits the nail on the head because five of them are actually the new recruits that came into the door at Caps United at the beginning of this season. Dennis Dauda, Devon Chaffa, Rodwo Chinyenge Tere, former FC Platinum player, Clive Agusto, Simba Chinani, and then of course Ronald Chitio had been at Caps United for a while. Those are the players that have been shown the exit, Alois, and of course uh, the turmoil at Makepe Kepe, your former club right now, uh, Alois, must make difficult reading for you whenever you touch the newspapers in the morning yeah it's uh it's difficult mike because that's that's the team that you when they play you want them to win uh when they appear in the newspaper you want things to be positive you know because as soon as it gets to this situation the the calls are uh, they don't stop coming everybody wants to know mm-hmm. what's going on yeah you know the, before i even knew what was so those are the things that uh, tend to uh, to also affect us in because at, at times you don't have the answers at the particular time at the beginning then you start also digging you know to find out what is what is going on but of course some of the things would have known that this is brewing this thing where it's going is not good you know um 
you see sometimes when you when we when we talk uh, people don't listen uh they don't want to uh, to lend us their ears uh usually sometimes maybe because they are in that position oh. they believe that they know what they're doing and then you let them uh, talk talk now Elvis. tell us what advice did you give them uh for a long time we have been saying if uh, if the club is not liquid like my like uh, marco said they, there are a lot of different routes to 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 maneuver to go with a club like Caps United. There are a lot of youngsters out there who would love to play for Caps United. Younger boys that you can actually develop yourself. You know, take a back seat. Accept that you know what we, we are not the big boys. You know, we, you're not gonna compete with your with your chicken. We're not gonna compete with your dynamos. We're not gonna compete with your FC Platinum. For the big boys, I'm talking about the big boys of Zimbabwean football. They are demanding. Like Barry said, they are demanding. So, they come with a, with a, with a lot of issues. So, and so are you advocating Alois? That they they press the reset button, uh, find youthful players, uh, development players who might not get Caps United into the top four or top six, will keep Caps United in the league in the next couple of seasons and hopefully grow together as a team and hopefully challenge in four or five seasons' time? Most definitely, Mike. That's exactly what I'm talking about. We're talking about a long-term plan just to take a a step back and say, you know what? This is not working. Where we are right now, we can't be competing with the big boys. Let's take a back seat let's restart and develop our place not just one crop mm. you know we're not talking about just one crop then you say oh we have got this 10 and set we develop the, the entire set, junior structure exactly caps united well let, let set me, it up let me, it becomes cheaper and easier let me come to you chris uh, because uh i uh, marco has pinpointed the money problem we all agree that there is a money problem at caps united uh and if money was poured in i'm sure it would take care of some of the short-term uh problems uh, around caps united but on a long-term basis it seems to me that it's more than just money there's also a problem that there is a lack of ideas yes. yeah. at Caps United because yeah. ideas could get them out of this mess. Alois has just given us one. Yeah, 100%. When you take a look at Caps United, you can see very clearly that there is no business model. <laughs> you you can't see whether they're coming yeah. or going. What exactly are they trying to do? One of those long-term plans like Alois was talking about. What is the trajectory of the organization? Because that's exactly what it is. And it, it really grinds my gears when I hear people talking about, oh, you know, the players... Um, Uh, they're demanding no they are supposed to get what is rightly Mm. theirs Mm. these are professionals they leave their homes every single day to get onto the pitch that is their job just like the listener or anyone who's listening now you leave home you go to your office and you expect to be paid at the end of the month exactly so Mm. they are paid to do a different kind of job but at the end of the day it is a job and they should be respected as professionals especially by the organization that's brought them in they are due what they are due if they're asking for it give it to them well Sydney Matuta agrees with you Chris he says I like the part that uh, uh, Marco says uh, you want to buy groceries my my happy place for Caps United and then just to add souls to injury, my players are Havajge in air-conditioned bus because you go on Twitter and social media. <laughs> that's all Caps United seems to boast about. Yeah. Oh, we got the best bus Every in the land. And, and to be honest, it really doesn't matter, especially in the middle of a crisis of this nature. Let's get back to the money issue. Alois has just talked about a plan uh, about you know what going back to youth, you know, implementing those youth structures. But Barry, another plan may be that when you fail to lead, when you fail at this thing, and this is happening year after year after year, perhaps it's time that the leadership took responsibility, put their hands up and say, you know what, Yeah, yeah, 100%. And, uh, we, 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 we are failing. That's, that's Let's exactly. get on board, people, yeah. who can, who have a vision, who have a business model, like Chris has talked about, yeah. and also who have that uh, plan to develop the youth structures at the club. Yeah, and, and that's... And the money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's exactly what, what uh, we were pointing out earlier when we, were saying that, when we were saying that there's an acceptance problem. There's no acceptance at Caps United of where the club actually is. Yeah. Uh, as soon as there's an acceptance that, okay, guys, we're in a financial rut. Mm. We need to sort this out. Either we bring in fresh money uh, for in exchange for equity 
or we go through uh, a, a rebuilding phase or a transitional phase, like Alois is pointing out. Those sort of decisions are made when you make the primary acceptance that we are in a very bad place. I don't think there's that acceptance. And Farai Jere, for him to say, oh, we're going to promote a few juniors uh, to fill in the vacant slots uh, that remain uh, uh, vacant as a result of these players. Where, going going from? Where, where are the juniors coming where from is my from? question. Uh, love more. Kashawa Kuwazana. One, good evening. You say Caps United. They should swallow their pride and ensure sanity prevails by revoking the axing of players at a short notice for the betterment of the club. Let the administration have audience with the players. Was there any disciplinary process, Alois, as far as you know, that led to the axing of these players? Or according to Makua, you know, you ask one or two players, yeah, uh, my God, this was a knee-jerk reaction. You know, uh, like you're saying, who are the ring leaders? Obviously, it's not yes. it's not fellow players. Uh, it has to be so, so with some other guys. You know, yeah, exactly. So, they just wanted to to stop the fires and take a portion blame to the players so that so if the money was there which was dispersed quickly after this fracas why where was it before why didn't they stop this world because this thing didn't start now Mike. Yeah. the players are not crazy yeah. to be honest they're not yeah. crazy to just start it's, it's not the first time this season yes. and it's happening several times each season exactly and i actually believe one of the things that saved caps united was that football stopped for at least a couple of years yeah, uh, because yeah. of COVID. Uh, and and that bought them some time because they would have been exposed during that COVID era especially if football had actually been played uh, message here you don't tell us who you are you say hi uh caps united management should come for orientation at Bulawayo chiefs it's not about the money now i, I want to hear from chris and barry on this uh you know caps united has somehow been uh, unlucky some would say or very unfortunate over the last decade in that whenever the big sponsorships have rolled into town Caps United has been missed. <laughs> what has been the reason? Bank ABC came to the party with a massive sponsorship. They said, oh, we're going to Highlanders and we're going to Dynamos. Uh, TM Pick and Pay Cup, the single, richest single game in the land. Caps United was looked over. You had Adidas come on board. Caps United was looked over. You've got now Mr. Taguire and all his... Remington Gold. Overlooked Caps United. Looks overlooked Caps United. You've got Sakunda money, millions of it pouring yes. into football. Yeah. They overlook Caps United. What is wrong with the brand that's making it so unattractive? Uh, I, I, in, in my view, it's been personalized. Uh, Caps United. Caps United used to be an institution. Uh, it used to be a, 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 an, a, a an entity, an organization, all on its own. Uh, you look at Dynamos for all its problems, whether Marriott, not Marriott, uh, <laughs> today or tomorrow. Uh, Dynamos is an a, an institution in inverted commas. Uh, Highlanders is an institution. Caps United is very much personalized. So consequently, it becomes very difficult when you uh, seem like you're pouring money into an individual as a sponsor. So that 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 becomes problematic. That's one thing. Another thing is that when you're taking a look at corporate sponsorship, one of the main things that corporates look at is how easy is it for us going to be to work with these people. So whoever yeah, it is, yeah, whether yeah. it's a particular individual, whether it's an entire institution, can we work with them long term? And unfortunately for Caps United, that's not a box that they can And take. also there's the, the, the reported wrangle behind the scenes between Farai Jere and Tutisan. I was, I was, I was yeah. going to come to, I was yeah. going to, come which, to that which, which makes it very, very difficult. Now, uh, your namesake, Alois, in Tinwald, has sent us a message. He says, Hi guys, I thought Caps United turned down Sponsorship offer from Sakunda that was also offered to Dynamos no. and Island. I don't think this is true. <laughs> yeah, there were rumors. There were rumors about it. Uh, about it, uh, I also heard about, it, but I don't think that was actually uh, true. The other thing that I wanted to add as well is that sometimes the the, the portrayal out there is Farah has got the money. Yeah, uh, they they have got the money, so uh, we can't sponsor them. They've got the manayo. 
I have a in the boy in the end the in Dinga and I you so see, sometimes no jamba no no jamba no jamba no jamba is a food that yeah, leads into exactly. what Barry was saying when he was saying that it's been personalized yeah. so when you mm. personalize things and then you, you try and give the impression that you do have the money that you have got it together uh, then you will be looked over at important times as these keep your messages coming uh, this is ZFM Sport on a Tuesday and of course that is the top story in the world of football here in Zimbabwe Bob, we're 0731 You can also tweet us at ZFM Sport. Now, let's just run through the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League match day 13 results from over the weekend. Parentals upstaging FC Platinum at the National Sports Stadium 1-0. That should be a result that puts Norman Mapeza under pressure uh, at the Champions. Uh, Black Rhinos edging out 10x3-2 at Sakuba. Wild at Barberfields. Bulawayo Chiefs got the better of City 1-0 in a derby. Gizzi Platinum Stars was beaten 1-0 by Harare City at the Baobab Stadium. Wow, that result there, Barry. Uh, that now, uh, Benjani, of course, would have been expected to win that game. Uh, and to sort of like make headway uh, towards the top of the standings but to lose at home to another city that hasn't been great uh, is a bit of a wake up call this, this is where the rubber meets the road uh, the flowers have now wilted uh, that were that mm. were thrown around the when we came in uh, and so now consequently we now look at uh, the coach in his full glory and now he's got to show that he's able to pick up his troops and uh, go again must have been a, a bit of a tough technical meeting at the Baobab uh, yesterday um, <laughs> More results. Dynamos uh, beat Wawa 2-1 in a thrilling encounter at Ascot. Uh, Highlanders and Chicken in a one-all draw. Barry Manani and I should start at church. That one is at Barberfield Stadium. Yep. At Sakuva, Manika Diamond edged out Papa. ZPC Kariba 1-0. And then, of course, Caps United in that uh, controversial game at the National Sports Stadium beaten by Cranbourne Bullets 2-0. What does it mean? Dynamos now lead the way. Two-point advantage over Chicken in. They're on 29. Chicken in at 27. Triangle and third on 24. Manika have 23 points. If you're looking for Caps United, well, they are in mid-table, ninth place, and they have 17 points. Coming up, we've got a local sports news roundup. Hi, my name is Rune Shamba, my Tourier's super striker. You're listening to ZFM Sports. We'll start off with some cricket news where a poor batting display came back to Horn Zimbabwe 11 following their five-wicket defeat to visiting South Africa A in the first T20 of a five-match series at Harare Sports Club yesterday. The hosts were bowled out for 114 runs inside 19.5 overs after they were asked to bat first. Although the tourists were not as clinical in their response, they still managed to get the job job done (laughs) after reaching 115 for five with the 14 balls remaining. The T20 defeat for Zimbabwe 11 comes on the back of a 2-1 series loss to South Africa in a three-match one-day series. In netball news, Zimbabwe's women's sevens rugby side found the going tough at the Rugby Africa Women's Sevens Cup after bowing out in the quarterfinals of the competition before settling for eighth position in Tunisia. A lot was was expected from the Lady Cheetahs, who were targeting a top four finish in the continental competition, which would have seen them qualify for the Sevens World Cup in Cape Town in September. Mike, a bit unfortunate this, but again, just showing that we need to get our ladies' sides into better competitions and in order for them to get the good run out so that we see exactly what they're made of. Absolutely. We've got to get more ladies uh, playing uh, rugby, uh, especially at this level. I think we need to go to the schools, make sure that uh, we are opening up the game, not just to the elite schools, not just mm-hmm. to uh, your trust schools, but uh, to every school. I think Russia embarked on a program of this nature uh, where they made rugby mandatory in all their schools. And look what rugby uh, Russia mm-hmm. is now doing on the HSB7 circuit. We'll finish off with some hockey news where the Hockey Association of Zimbabwe are not leaving anything to chance ahead of the Africa Cup of Nations qualifiers as the just-ended test series against Zambia was part of their efforts to ensure they come up with a strong team for the event. The four-day series for the men's field hockey teams ended on Sunday at St. John's College and after four games, both countries won a game each and drew the other two games. All the hits. Hits now. See.
International Sports News Roundup, where the world comes out to play. From sunny Melbourne to the streets of Monaco, the deserts of Bahrain to the jungles of Brazil, get up to speed on the Formula One report. The Formula One report is proudly brought to you by Zimoko, the home of F1 brands Mercedes-Benz and Alfa Romeo in Zimbabwe. Zimoko, specialized service for special brands. Formula One report proudly brought to you by Zimoko. Now, did you know that Zimoko is the only official distributor of Alfa Romeo in Zimbabwe? Well, now you do. And guess what? We have stock arriving of the all-new and exciting Alfa Romeo Stelvio. It's impossible not to get excited behind the wheel of the Alfa Romeo Stelvio, where style and sportiness combine. It's powered by a two-liter turbo petrol engine, generating 200 brake horsepower with an eight-speed automatic transmission and all-wheel drive. The exterior of this awesome SUV is designed to engage the sensors with sleek headlight design, 20-inch alloy wheels, a power-folding electrochromic mirrors, and exclusive aesthetic details such as the body-colored wheel arches and rear bumper with black detailing and a style sport, li- sport lines combined with iconic Alfa Romeo trio lobe. You want to stay tuned to CFM Sport for more. Let's get into the Formula One news where drivers who have sampled the Miami Grand Prix venue in the team simulators have given favorable feedback with Alpha Tauri's Pierre Gasly calling it pretty awesome. Due to their busy travel schedules and also the time taken for teams to properly model circuits in the sim software, drivers generally only sample new venues in the week prior to the race. Let's hear from McLaren driver Daniel Ricciardo. It's a challenge like yeah. you... There's, there's some circuits now that we know, like literally I could drive it in my head and if you got like a stopwatch, I'd be able to visualize. Miami's gonna be, it's gonna be around Hard Rock Stadium. Yeah, it's gonna be nuts. But um, so we'll do, there's like simulators. So uh-huh. each team has a simulator, um, like a very high tech sophisticated one. So I was on that uh, on Tuesday and uh, trying to just learn at least where the track is and how it goes. But uh, it's really into when you get on track in practice, that's where it's time to learn as quick as you can. and. Getting to a new circuit, you, you kind of gives you a chance to maybe catch on to something a little quicker than someone else. So it can maybe like create a bigger separation for the ones that like click and maybe the ones that struggle a bit more. Aussie driver Daniel Ricciardo speaking there. Now, the inaugural Miami Grand Prix takes place on Sunday as the Florida race joins its Texan counterpart in Austin to become the second U.S. race on the calendar and the 11th different American venue to host a round of the Formula One World Championships. Now, Barry, tell us a bit about this track and when it was built and why these drivers are so excited about it. Oh, well, it makes uh, it makes its uh, Formula One debut uh, this month, obviously, and the Miami International Autodrome, which is the official name. It's a temporary track, uh, but has been designed with a permanent feel. Uh, as you heard from Daniel Ricardo, it's set in the Hard Rock Stadium complex in Miami Garden. So it goes around uh, that stadium that is, of course, the home of NFL's famous Miami Dolphins franchise. Uh, the track is a culmination of a development process that's stimu- simulated no less than 36 different layouts before settling on a thrilling 19-turn lap uh, that provides a street circuit vibe not dissimilar to Melbourne's Albert park and it's absolutely scintillating even if you look at the the simulations online yeah absolutely uh, and obviously the the uh, should i say the uh, drive to go into america chris i mm. think important for formula one because that has been the fastest growing market yeah. in terms of viewership and also we know that's where the money is yeah that, that was going to be my first thing <laughs> that's where the mm. money is i think when you take a look at the u.s how they do things especially in terms of sport and entertainment your biggest dollars are always going to be found in the US because they find every single potential way to make money I think the US does it best around sports marketing so when you take a look at this definitely made sense for Formula One and I think in years to come maybe decades to come we might be seeing a lot more of this um, venturing onto different continents depending on that kind of spend um, that they'll be able to Are you see. wishing for Africa Chris? I, really I can am. see where you're going <laughs> I really I am from a mile away. <laughs> There was Hamilton Africa. in an interview recently he yeah. was talking about the fact that we need an African Grand Prix at this point mm. is the only continent without um, a Grand Prix so yeah. what, what's his name this uh, politician was was pushing for it in South Africa 
What's his name? The one who was... Uh... Imagine a Victoria Falls circuit that links up Livingston and Victoria Tokyo. Falls. And then Victoria going Falls. past Tokyo the Victoria Falls, Falls yeah. Bridge. That'll be wild. With the falls in the background. Yes. Uh. Imagine that. Imagine that. Imagine that. If they had, and listen, this is this is a, a temporary track mm. that's been put up yes. around the stadium yes. for the purposes of this Grand Prix. So we can use a temporary track that we build around a street circuit that's around Victoria Falls, goes into Livingston, mm. and also apparently it, it costs about twenty six million a year to host a Formula One race. I, I heard there were there were guys from Dubai that actually came to Victoria Falls to look for for for. For something like that, mm-hmm. and, uh, and that's chump change for them. Yeah, twenty-six yeah, mil. Twenty-six mil. Change for them. I heard some guys came from Dubai for that. Yeah, wow. absolutely. Well, anyway, talking about the Hard Rock Stadium, Barry, that uh, you were talking about earlier, uh, they've hosted six Super Bowls, uh, two Baseball World Series, and of course, numerous rock concerts. So it's an iconic venue that the American citizenry uh, knows and loves very much. And of course, they will be willing to show up and my. Miami itself, just as a destination. I mean, it's it's a, it's a tourist center. Uh, it's got uh, perhaps the best weather out in the United States, and they'll be looking for it. I mean, they're, they're going to have insane numbers on the streets. They're going to have insane numbers on the streets. I, uh, I I expect it to be sold out. I think it's sold out already. Mm. Uh, so it's certainly Bienvenido a Miami Ooh. Formula One. Wow. Yeah. There we go, man. A bit of Spanish for you, your brother. Thank God we had a long weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Z. All right, now let's talk about the Stelvio, the Alfa Romeo Stelvio. Now, the interior of the Stelvio is pure Italian elegant style. The interior features a center console with a high-quality finishes and useful storage compartments, a leather-wrapped gear shift lever, multifunctional steering wheel, aluminum door seals for a sporty and dynamic look, and a 7-inch color instrument panel for a complete overview of the new active safety systems and vehicle systems. The new infotainment system is completely redesigned and it's equipped with an 8.8-inch multi-touch display with Apple CarPlay so that you can use all your iPhone's functions and apps through the system without ever taking your hands off the steering wheel. And if you don't have an iPhone, there's an extension of your smartphone with the Android Mobile OS, which is fully integrated into the system as well. Alfa Romeo Stelio's new infotainment system boasts interactive widgets. It's developed for a more intuitive and therefore more immediate interaction. The Stelvio is the absolute pleasure of driving an Alfa Romeo in the form of an SUV. The Stelvio rewrites the concept of driving dynamics for its category with a series of innovative safety technologies. Four driving modes, an Alfa Link suspension system, perfect weight distribution, hill descent control, and Alfa's Q4 all-wheel drive technology. The Alfa Romeo Stelvio is priced at just $99,500. That's US dollars, all inclusive. Don't wait. Find out more about this iconic luxury Italian SUV and visit our Zimoco showroom. Sam Levy's Village, Borodo for a test drive. The Alfa Romeo Stelvio. Let beauty drive you. The Formula One Report is proudly brought to you by Zimoko, the home of F1 brands Mercedes-Benz and Alfa Romeo in Zimbabwe. Zimoko, specialized service for special brands. Hi, you're listening to ZFM Sport. My name is Graham Sharp and I'm the first Zimbabwean to take on the Dakar Rally in a bike. Z. Around the world in 60 seconds. International Sports News. We take off in India where the Kolkata Knight Riders cruise to a solid seven-wicket win over the Rajasthan Royals in an entertaining Tata IPL clash at the Wankhede Stadium in Mumbai to end a five-match losing streak. KKR managed to chase down their target of 153 to win with five balls remaining after an impressive, unbeaten 66-run fourth-wicket partnership off just 38 balls between Rinku Singh and Nitish Rana. We'll head over to Australia where Wallabies coach Dave Rennie is hopeful. Australia's team are closing the gap on their New Zealand rivals in Super Rugby as the Wallabies coach plots to win back the Bledisloe Cup from the All Blacks after a 19-year drought. Australia's rebuilding in New South Wales Waratahs stunned New Zealand powerhouse Canterbury Crusaders on Saturday while the Brumbies were convincing winners over the Wellington Hurricanes on Sundays on Sunday in Super Rugby Pacific. And we'll touch down in the United States where DeAndre Ayton scored a team-high 25 points as 
as the Phoenix Suns dominated the Dallas Mavericks and recorded a 121 to 114 victory in Game One of their Western Conference semi-final. Elsewhere, Tyler Hero scored 25 points, while Bam Adebayo added 24 points and 12 rebounds as Miami Heat beat the Philadelphia Six 76ers 106 to 92 in Game One of their Eastern Conference semi-final early this morning. Stay right where you are. Move to the groove of the nation. Fan Zone. Get in touch with the team and have your say your way. Operator. It's the Fan Zone and we're talking everything sport, but specifically Caps United and the problems that have bedeviled uh, the iconic uh, green machine uh, over this season and, of course, a number of seasons now. 0731-168-045. That's our WhatsApp platform. 0731-168-045. Twitter and Facebook at ZFM Sport. Let's get to a message. Uh, hello, guys. This one reads, and it's from Thanks Zimba in Gromonzi. He says uh, it's pretty tumultuous uh, at my team Caps United I reckon they made a mountain out of a molehill they just hyper uh, hyperboli- <laughs> hyperbolicized uh, that's what he said mm-hmm. uh, something not so big and there was uh, no need to make such a ruckus I love his diction mm-hmm. under the guise of sanity they're just hiding behind their pinkies when they can see <laughs> that they are insolvent okay there I hear it you eventually get it it's very accurate okay more messages uh, coming in here uh, this is SJ. He says the idea that Dynamas and Highlanders are better managed than Caps United is ahistorical. Both Dynamas and Highlanders have had their fair share of bickering. Uh, but when these big sponsors come, they go for the two biggest clubs in the land. And that's why Caps United misses out. The problem with Caps is failure to approach the corporate world with a viable and sustainable, mutually beneficial plan for clubs and sponsors. They are waiting for sponsors to come their way, which might never happen. I think he Especially nails it on the head. He nails, nails it on the yes. head. Yes. Yeah. Spot on. And uh, also, I want to I want to add that let's not forget that there was a sponsorship that went to all three, uh, and that was Net One. It went to all three, or everyone got a got a got a bite of the cherry of the of the big three, the supposed big three. So since when is Caps United not in the conversation of being part of the big three? And and I firmly believe that that has come up as a result of the personalization of Caps United. Well, our Victoria Falls idea has just been chucked out of the window ah. by Lucky Luke. <laughs> He says, good evening, guys. The Victoria Falls is a UNESCO World Heritage Site, he's reminding us. So if they continue adding artificial infrastructure around, the fauna <laughs> is going to be delisted. Well, We'd rather have the track. Yeah. I'll take the track. I think he, he brings up a very interesting point there because mm. uh, they, you know, it's in a game park. So at the end of the day, and we all know the emissions and everything that comes with Formula One, uh, it'll be very difficult yeah. for him to remain. Yeah. yeah. So I think Victoria Falls out of the it's window. Out, yeah. So we have to go south. Uh, south. Give us South, south, south Africa. Samora Michelle's got some nice long straights. Hey. Everybody's quiet in the studio. That should tell you something. <laughs> that tells you a lot, my brother. There's your answer right there. Mate. I would not believe. I would not believe hey, you guys. Hey, Mambo, me. Hey, Mambo, Judge Lazarus Pamandana say hello, guys. For Nigerian, Namo should resign first before they fired players. And Vakundikana Vakumana. It's it's really a failure of leadership, isn't it, Chris? Mm, yeah, yeah. And when you take a look at it, when it comes to industries like football, you need very strong leadership at the helm. If you don't have a visionary and that person yeah. who does not bring in the right kind of people around himself, we've got a problem. Football is a business. Yeah. Uh, Anze Mudara menu Papaklands in Bulawayo says Anze Makepe Kepe Yati Shaisa Mufaro and then we'll wrap it up with this message here because we've got some football to get through the landlord uh, he, he's not asking for his rent, by the way, but he says that mm, guys, and my nan did a mad do the Muruk school run and look and my baby, Nemafoko. Well, Barry went to a boys' school, yes, no chance of that. Your hit music station, my station, your station, it's everybody's station, Z FM stereo, the big leagues, the big teams. The big players. The beautiful game on ZFM Sport. Message here, guys. It's it's the last one, I promise you. He says, good evening, my ZFM team. I am in Mozambique. 
Let's move on to Europe, but start with Real Madrid, please. <laughs> Unfortunately, we're, we're heading to Manchester. We're going to Manchester first up. Now, Manchester United forward Jesse Lingard is upset with interim manager Ralph Rangnick uh, at being denied an Old Trafford farewell appearance against Brentford last night. The 3-0 victory came in United's final home game of the season. And with Lingard's contract set to expire at the end of the season, his agent and brother, Louis Scott, was left seething after the midfielder had to to watch the entire game from the dugout while other players who are also cons- uh, heading for the exit door such as Juan Mata, Nemanja Matic and Edison Cavani were given a final run out. This prompted a furious response from the brother and uh, it was an absolutely uh, poignant and targeted uh, statement that was published on social media. He said this, 20 years of blood, sweat and tears, four domestic trophies, three cup final goals, not even a farewell. No wonder it's UEFA Europa Conference League next year attacking players for celebrations when the club's being sold uh, to the Super League okay class of 92 Busby Babes you, you're ran by people who don't even know the offside trap classless and fans need to realize good night God bless been there since nine years of age and didn't even get a send-off well done bro your family are proud Alois your club you are the club in England also. <laughs> <laughs> um, really to handle the farewell of a player. Nah, I, I don't think that was a farewell match uh, yesterday. Yeah, to be honest. Professional home game of the season. Yes, oh. yes, Barry. It's the last one. Uh, Pro- no, 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 no. That's why I'm saying professionally. I'm, 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 I'm going through with my, with my statement. Professionally, it wasn't. So it, it's not a must that everybody who was leaving. There are a lot of people, players that are leaving, eh? It's not a must that every player that is leaving, there was a game to be won. They're still playing for games to be won. So it's not a must. But when you look at compassion, yes, when you're looking at it now from the compassion side. Since nine years old, mate. Yes, Barry. And you, you, that's you the compassion to play Cavani. Sa- that's, that's, Cavani, who came last year. That's, Cavani, was it a testimonial for Cavani? No! What was it about? What, what was no, Cavani played? Look, to be honest, it almost feels like the club has lost its soul. If yes. there's no yeah. kind of regard for a player who's been that's there That's the compassion was, side. Okay, fine. Let me finish talking. This guy's been there since he was nine years old. This is the place he's called home. This is everything he's known. And it's just one last run out. I think it was a little bit classless for me um, on Ralph Ragnick's part. Just give him the last run out. They didn't even have to start him. They didn't have to start him. Give him 10 minutes. Yeah. gave him 15 minutes at the at end. The end. Yeah. Yeah. So that he can at least just, you know what, get get a run out at Old Trafford. And remember, Alois, this fan. is a guy who went and lit it up at West Ham, asked to leave and to said, go you know what, to West can I go I'm to not, West Ham? I'm not, I'm not denying that. The club denied I, 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 I'm not denying that. I am all for it. I'm all for it. I am responding to that hard-hitting uh, message that came out. It's like he is making it out to be like it has to be to, to, to happen. People think differently. People have got different comp- We are thinking that he deserves it. But the way he wrote it, it's too scabby. Can I give you an example? No, I want to give, give you an example in the difference. And I know you guys are going to say, oh, Watanga Futinesha, Liverpool. <laughs> Who did Liverpool play um, recently? They played Newcastle. Yeah, you uh, Who did they play? James Milner. Yeah. In one of the toughest games of the season. Yeah, yeah. There's a reason why he chose, uh, he played James Milner. James Milner sends him back to Newcastle, where he knew he would get a hero's return mm-hmm. at Newcastle. Yeah. The club where he once played. Yeah, and did yeah. you see the reception he got there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Because there's already talk around James Milner might not be there next season. Mm, mm. He's actually debating whether he stays in Liverpool. Yeah. It's, it's just one of those things where you look at Jesse Lingard. For me, before we even talk about compassion, yeah. Jesse Lingard in this United team he's, should have been starting. He should have been starting. He's not, he's not should a have been player. starting. You see, I, I say the, the, the other... Him to the, have played three or four games the entire year, yes. Jesse Lingard. I, I, say, I, say, I say with Sean uh, before we got into the studio as well that, you know, when I look at Jesse Lingard, I still think that there's still room. He might just be recalled. We don't know yet because he is a player that I can actually see that with the new coach, he can actually be a player. The new coach can actually say, I this one can stay. I want him. So for me, I don't think... I think and, he's gone, and, and, and he, might, he, might, he might just come back. Contract is finished. Yeah. He hasn't been offered a, a new contract. And, and also, nah, with, I think with all of this now, 
that they've, they've created a storm that I yeah this now 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 this now this is now this is just killed it no not at all all right let's jump from uh, england and uh, let's skip to la liga guys where real madrid coach carlo ancelotti says he wants to keep winning titles after los blancos captured the la liga title in style with a 4-0 demolition of espanol over the weekend there there also still remains the possibility of more silverware this season as real madrid chase champions league glory football pundit alejandro moreno says real madrid deserved the title this season I think the thing that they should be proud of is how consistent they were in comparison to everybody else that was supposed to contend for this title. So when you think about Real Madrid over the course of the season, there were moments where you may have asked some questions, are they a little underwhelming? And yet they always found a way to get a result. Whereas everybody else around them, Sevilla, Barcelona, Atletico Madrid, they all fell by the wayside. And Real Madrid said, you know what? We're good enough to take this. We got the players. We got Karim Benzema. We got consistency. We got the right manager in place. We got the right midfielders. We're going to go ahead and win this thing. And they ran away with it in the end, and deservedly so. Z. Mike, uh, do we put too little respect on Carlo Ancelotti's name? Because of the guy now who's won a league title in all five leagues of Europe. You've got to respect that. Uh, it's, 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 a, it's a record, but it also shows you that he's been fired from uh, quite a lot of jobs. <laughs> <laughs> from, from a lot of jobs. Uh, so, that's, well, that's the glass yeah, yeah. 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 So, so you've got to look at it at uh, uh, two ways. You know, for example, you know, had Mourinho gone to to, to France would he have won the league title I think you'd have won it uh, had Pep Guardiola gone to 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 think to, to France would he win a, a league with title PSG, yeah. I think he would uh, <laughs> if, Pe- if Pep Guardiola goes to Italy uh, yeah. manages Inter or Juventus would he win a league title I think yeah. he would yeah. so you've got to look at it that way but I think he deserves credit uh, for me because there was a time this season when I really doubted uh, Ancelotti I still doubt him mm. I don't think he's the best man uh, no, for, he doesn't have a style, does he? For, he, doesn't, for he, he, doesn't, he, he doesn't have that. Yeah, I, think, I, I think that team, the way they've played against PSG, uh, against um, Man City, uh, you take a look at those ultra-defensive def- attacking team, uh, that really shouldn't sit well with uh, the, the bona fide Real Madrid fans who have grown up on attacking football. Yeah. Uh, not necessarily the, the possession-based football as we know it in Catalonia, Barcelona style but uh, Real Madrid has always been a team that's played front foot football Mm. that's dominated games we don't see it from this team what we see are two excellent players in Vinicius Junior as well as Benzema who are able to get them out of trouble now and again Uh, and I take a look at tomorrow's game it's going to be very difficult I know we're going to talk about that game tomorrow but to be honest if they don't play front football against Man City you've got no chance of beating that team they're going to have to Uh, you know yeah they're going to have to play their best football uh, to go uh, through. Give you a quick update uh, out of out of Germany before we dive into the Champions League. Now, Thomas Muller has signed a new contract with Bayern Munich, which will run until 2024, keeping his long-standing affiliation with the Germans running. Uh, Muller has won it all with Bayern, enjoying domestic dominance of the Bundesliga since 2013, as well as winning two Champions League trophies. Speaking of the Champions League, let's go there now. <laughs> ZFM Stereo is untouchable. There's a match on tonight. Now Klopp insists that uh, Liverpool, Jurgen Klopp, that is uh, the Liverpool manager, insists that uh, Liverpool are taking nothing for granted ahead of tonight's decisive semi-final second leg at Villarreal. Now the final obstacle in Liverpool's quest to reach a third Champions League final in five seasons sees them head to Spain with a 2-0 advantage after last week's comprehensive first leg victory at Anfield. Let's hear from Jurgen Klopp. You never know if you will reach a semi-final again, if you ever have a chance again to go to the final, you never know. We have an exceptional team here um, and nothing is for granted. You need luck in moments, all these kind of things. So you you, you better treat it carefully and um, and be ready. But we will. We will be ready. We, we really wanted, uh, wanted to be where we are um, and we want to go to the final. But if Villarreal is better than us and, 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 and beats us with a result which qualifies them for the final then congratulations and that's it but um, between now and then are 95 or whoever knows how many minutes to play um, and yeah I'm looking forward to it Chris, we saw um, the definition of what Mike was talking about, ultra-defensiveness, in that first game where Villarreal uh, virtually didn't attack. Mm. And uh, in truth, 
you expect a completely different game at Villarreal's La Ceramica Stadium. Yeah, well, they're going to be taking advantage of the fact that they are at home. They're going to be a bit braver. And I think they're also going to be taking a look at that scoreline and saying, you know what, it's been done before where these scorelines are overturned. So I think in this game, they need to be a bit braver if they're going to be able to get anything out of it. Yeah, they'll be, be a bit braver, but it also opens spaces behind and Liverpool may take advantage of that, won't they, Alios? Yeah, I, I see Liverpool winning it like, as well uh, uh, in, in Spain I don't, I don't see uh, Villarreal coming, coming, coming big on this one they've been very fortunate you know to beat the other big, big guns <laughs> but I don't so think they played well yeah they did but I don't, I don't see them uh, coming big on this one mm. I think that's Cla- the end of the road a classic counter-attacking team isn't uh, that Unai Emery has put together where he's got the outlet that is uh, Danny Parejo who basically uh, controls their temporization and then they go forward try and beat you on the break uh, Liverpool themselves two very quick centre-halves so it's tough to sort of beat uh, to score goals on the break against uh, yeah it's going to be because uh, if you take a look at Liverpool's performances uh, recently it's been clean sheet after clean sheet after clean sheet after clean sheet Uh, but uh, you know what you never know with football Uh, they get an early one Uh, the atmosphere we know is going to be absolutely raucous uh, and so, you know, that's the only way, you know, try and make Liverpool as uncomfortable uh, as possible early on. Because if Liverpool hit their stride, they become comfortable, uh, they start uh, getting on the ball and, and dictating the pace, then it's going to be very difficult for Villarreal. It's, 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 it's going to be one-way traffic yeah. uh, and it'll be a comfortable victory. But they sort of like have to score the first 15 minutes or so. Yeah, yeah. And just give Liverpool something to think about, you know, where, where Jurgen Klopp is going to think, you know what, do I go chasing for an equaliser? Do I hold what I have? They've got to give them something to think about because yeah. if they allow it to just play and they think they can hit Liverpool on the counter, never going to happen. No, I don't think so. Liverpool, you cannot because of their pressing. As yeah. soon as they lose the ball right there, they start they pressing. Unlike yes, the yeah. team that they hit, they pull back when they lose position yeah. to cover. But Liverpool press right there. So it's very difficult to hit uh, Liverpool. Give me a scoreline. 3-1. 3 tonight. Yeah. Okay. Tonight. All right. Chris? Tonight, 2-1, Liverpool. 2-1. Yeah, I'm going with a 3-1, yeah. You're going with a 3-1? 3-1, yeah. Okay, I'm going with a 1-0. 1-0 to Liverpool, yeah. I think that uh, Liverpool will go through as winners. They're not going to concede in this tie. Well, we're back tomorrow and we'll have to answer for all the predictions. (laughs) So, may God richly bless you. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. Manandi, out. And it's Messi! The cleanest, the clean finishes, and the best on the planet. The biggest sports stories. Chelsea, UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behaviour. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that the arrogance can think he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. Hi, this is Mike Muddled and you can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international on your favorite station, my station, your station, ZFM. We are Z Team on ZFM Sport. Z.